0: Welcome to the Nutrition Tippets Podcast. This is Gloria Sang, Editor-in-Chief for HealthCastle.com. Ever wonder what it would truly be like to feed your family-only foods that are grown and produced within a 100-mile radius of your home? The Food Network Canada featured a 100-mile challenge series in April in which several families signed up for the challenge of eating only local foods for 100 days. Joining me today is Angela St. Cyr, whose family was documented by the Food Network show. She's here today to share her experience and talk about tips and tricks to truly live your life on a local diet. Thank you for joining me, Angela.
1: You're welcome. No problem.
0: Now, you stand out as one of the most creative and resourceful cooks out of all the families featured on the show. How and from whom did you learn how to cook?
1: Honestly, I just... Um, when we first got married, couldn't couldn't afford to buy prepackaged food, so I just started figuring it out on my own and decided that I really enjoyed it. So I've stuck with it ever since.
0: So did you just purchase some recipe books and kind of follow it and then kind of change it your way, or did you actually go for a cooking class?
1: Exactly. No, I, I actually purchased a few uh, a few cookbooks, and uh, but I have a very short attention span when it comes to reading, so I uh, <laughs> I would adapt to the recipes as I saw fit, and I would really use them mostly as inspiration, and uh, and you know an absolute love of creating food came of that.
0: Now, one of the biggest shock to the system for all the families and also for the viewers was that when you were asked to perch your kitchen of any, anything that isn't grown to produce within 100 miles radius of your home, what were some of your staples or ingredients in your house that were perched out?
1: Um, the the ones that people don't normally think of that uh, to be honest with you I wasn't even thinking of how important they were and the fact that they weren't local were simple things like baking powder baking soda um, sugar which is far less expensive than honey um, you know just some some very simple things that you wouldn't normally connect as being prepackaged foods which is what people immediately think of when they think of eating hundred mile while all prepackaged foods gone. But I mean, y- you're losing a lot of things that you require to bake, also.
0: Yeah, like wheat and flour, and absolutely. is it noodles? Things that we just kind of took it for granted for a long time.
1: Absolutely, yes, absolutely. You do, yeah. I don't think we realized how much stuff we were actually purging until that very day.
0: <laughs> now, so how did you manage without these ingredients, and what are some of the major substitutions you've made?
1: Um, At first without the ingredients it was very difficult and food was really redundant and uh, again I love cooking and love creating so of course I couldn't leave it that way. Um, So you know we we learned to to adapt recipes to substitute the sugar for honey. Um, You know instead of making loaves of bread which required lots of flour which I didn't have at the time we started using pancakes for a multitude of things. We even had um, grilled cheese sandwiches made from pancakes because pancakes took less flour than bread. As the flour became more plentiful um, that wasn't as much of an issue but you know, at times we found certain produce was either extremely expensive or not available so we had to search out um, products that were in season at the time, maybe things we had never cooked with before so we had to figure out how to cook them and make them palatable for the children and It was actually a very good experience, probably our our best uh, 100 days of eating we've ever had, quite honestly.
0: That's enlightening to hear. Now, in one of the TV episodes, you managed to cut your food budget by half while abiding by the 100-mile diet rules. And that really debunks the assumption for many people that have about healthy eating that it is local eating and healthy eating is expensive. So can you tell us how you cut your budget this dramatically?
1: Um... Initially, um, my regular food budget at home was between six and seven hundred dollars a month for a family of five people and that was eating mostly or all organic meat and some organic fruits and vegetables. Um, And then once we started the challenge, my budget ballooned to twelve hundred dollars the first month. And uh, that was quite shocking and (laughs) stressful, so I had to figure out different ways to Um, to cook and by saying that I mean again we would go to local farmers markets or to farm stands which tend to be far less expensive than um, grocery store produce, especially produce that really shouldn't be in season here at this time and you just learn to cook those foods and once you stop trying to completely replicate the food that you ate non-100 mile, your budget instantly drops because now you're buying what's affordable, what's in season, what's the most fresh. And whenever things are in season, they are instantly cheaper than things that are out of season because we've not had to force them to grow. And uh, just just that simple measure really cut a lot off of our budget, a lot off of our budget. But so many people spend a fortune on prepackaged foods and you're charged a premium for them.
0: Absolutely, I I agree. Now, so let's talk about what your family meals look like these days. So, what happened after the hundred days?
1: Um, after the hundred days, we really mostly still eat local. In in complete honesty, I mean, we definitely are drinking coffee now, <laughs> so that's that's definitely not not local. Um, I have introduced some sugar here and there because it is difficult to replace the sugar with honey for certain recipes. But uh, whenever we can, we we definitely are still eating local. Um, It's less expensive. We feel much better when we eat that way. And our diet really was quite varied once we figured it out that uh, it it seems almost boring to go back to eating the other way again. So, I mean, an average meal for us will be, you know, a a piece of, of lean organic meat of some sort, um, and we have lots of local meat in the Lower Mainland especially, um, and, you know, maybe some, some grilled vegetables or some, you know, mashed potatoes or, you know, there's, there's a variety of, there's countless numbers of salads that you can make. Um, I, I can't even pinpoint it to a particular meal because we have such a varied diet. It's, it's unbelievable. We probably eat a more varied diet than people that eat non 100 mile because they get stuck in a rut and they just are used to cooking what they normally cook. Eating 100 mile forces you to think outside of the box.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, do you, the most were surprised in the last episode that some or at least half the people on a challenge actually lost weight, and your mom lost quite a bit of weight. Why do you think this happened?
1: You know, I'm still baffled by that myself um, because really it goes against um, what we as a society believe is is supposed to be um, good for weight loss. I mean, we ate so much cheese, drank so much milk. I mean, whipping cream was pretty much a food group for our family during the challenge. So, uh, I mean, it, it still to this day baffles me. The only thing I can think of, and again, I'm not... I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist. Um, The only thing I can think of is the lack of preservatives in the food could possibly um, play a part in in weight gain and weight loss. I don't know what studies have or have not been done on that. Um, And the other thing is it's almost impossible to overeat when you're doing a 100-mile diet because at this stage of it, there is no prepackaged, quick, easy foods unless they are healthy foods like raw fruits and vegetables. So it's almost impossible to mindlessly eat and overeat because there's so much work involved in order to, to put that food in front of you. So you're not going to just mindlessly grab something and eat it. The only thing I can think of. Plus, another thing that really hasn't been talked about very much is the energy levels of everyone and the lack of hunger. Like, even like me, I've always been a thin person, but I have a huge appetite. I eat a lot and I'm always hungry. And when I was on the challenge, I did not experience that. And the only thing I can attribute that to is the um, vitamin content in, in the fruits and vegetables are that much higher because you're, you're consuming them so quickly after them being harvested that, you know, I think your body's getting the nutritional requirements without you having to overeat in order to achieve that.
0: Mm-hmm. That's very interesting to, to think about that. Thank you for joining me, Angela. This has been interesting.
1: Thank you very much for having me. I enjoyed it.
0: We've been talking to Angela St. Cyr, a participant on the Food Network's 100 Mile Challenge show. For more healthy eating tips and information about this show, go to healthcastle.com.